Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. But I remember we were in the dark room and he was listening to Miles Davis or something going. And he, he said it was really important, like, you know, the, whatever art you're into, you know, music or whatever, just get it in you because it's going to come out. You know what I mean? It took me a while to process that. But just the idea that the, the one original thing you have is what's in you and what you want to get out. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally, are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. And we're back. This is part two of my interview with Matt Carr, Brooklyn-based portrait photographer. Check out his work. Get inspired. MattCarr.com, C-A-R-R. There's all sorts of stuff in the show notes, as I'm sure you've already seen. Check out episode one. If you missed it, you're going to want to go back and hear it. The interviews are always dropped on Tuesday and Thursday. They're split into two parts. So um, definitely check that out. This is part two. Here's a quick message from the folks that support the show and following this an uninterrupted part two with Matt Carr. If you're like me and probably most other photographers, you didn't go into business for all the paperwork. If the chaos of invoices, emails, and to-dos make you a little crazy, well, that's where a CRM like 17 Hats comes in. They have an all-in-one mobile-friendly platform that will just automate your small business. Isn't that amazing? So 17 Hats handles all the tedious stuff like payment reminders, capturing leads, scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. And quotes, contracts, invoices, all that stuff is click, click, paid. You don't have to keep track of it. It's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from your to-do list. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 Hats, one seven hats, to get 50% off your first year. If you need to put in a code, put in the code photobizhelp at checkout. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 Hats. So you all know that I love tarot and I do tarot readings and it's a blossoming hobby that I've been really enjoying. And so I decided to take my tarot knowledge and turn it into a free reading that you can have access to to help you grow in your business. Head to photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to answer a few questions and get your free reading that outlines your business energy. 
This will hopefully help highlight the things that are serving you and helping you to grow, as well as point out some of the things that you might want to look out for that could be holding you back. So head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to get your free reading. Find out what's going on with the energy in your business. Experience a little tarot tossed in there as well. And hopefully get some good ideas for how to grow moving forward. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to get your free reading. Isn't it funny how all of these, like it's, I love hearing about the journey because it's, it's so often, I like what you said where you're like, and I just went to London and I feel like I've done that a fair few times in my life as well, where I've just randomly moved places or just left jobs or taken jobs or done things that felt good at the time and didn't probably research them as well as I should have, but they really inspired my art. I'm just glad I didn't. Uh, my original idea was to drive there with all my stuff in the trunk, which <laughs> would have would have been a would have been a bad sign for customs and immigration. You know, <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that. So, where you are right now, are you predominantly working out of your own studio, or what's what's uh, the sort of day to day like for you? Uh, I don't have a studio. We generally, New York, it's kind of real estate is so insane that I rent what I need. But these days, you know, with the pandemic and everything, it's so slow. You know, it's I either bring the studio to whoever I'm I'm working with, or you know, it, it depends on the job. But like a lot of those actors, those are in hotel rooms or an eight foot box. Usually, they like to put me in eight foot box and see what I can do with it. Well, you do amazing <laughs> things with it. Um, I'm comfortable in the box. <laughs> what kind of stuff are you lugging around? Just for you know, we've got a lot of photographers listening to this. Um, in terms of you know, when you've got to be kind of on the go like that, and you obviously are using you're not just using natural light, you're using off-camera stuff as well. So do you show up with just a van full of things or do you kind of keep it light? Uh, I generally keep it light. I'm, I'm not, I, I know some people are bringing, really like to bring in a ton of light. But uh, again, it depends on how much time I have and how much money I have to use. Yeah, generally there's at least, uh, a lot of those portraits are probably three lights or some of them are just, just one. I mean, you can generally tell, you take a look. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, depends on if I do have help, then, you know, it does, it does end up being a van, doesn't it? Regardless, you know, because you never yeah. know. You never know. But like next week I'm doing some corporate thing and I'm probably have to bring in four lights just, you know, or, and one extra just in case. Yeah, of course. Just, just for some headshots, you know. Yeah. I mean, people are surprised, but yeah, it depends. I mean, but if I, a lot of my outdoor stuff is just one light, I'm, I'm comfortable with, with one light where I know in post what I can do to kind of fake another light as it were. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that very well. Absolutely. I'd love to talk about post in a second. If you, I just want to, I'm just curious, uh, what's your favorite setup for portraits? Like if you could just, if you're like, I have to just do this one thing forever, what, what do you oh, think you would choose? That's a good question. Uh, well, I mean, it uh, kind of goes back to who, who's paying for it. Uh, <laughs> and, what, and, what, and what do they want? You know what I mean? If it's, I know what you mean. If it's for me, you know, it all comes off the three-point lighting. Kind of that's how you get the best shape. And then I go from there and adjust words. And then in post, you can adjust some more as needed, really. You know, I would love to have five people carrying lights run outside with me. Wouldn't we all? I could, I could certainly use them. Yeah. yeah I would. <laughs> that would be wonderful. But uh, yeah, it's what you can, what you have to work with and, time and money really yeah that's the limit 
I totally hear that as well. The times that I've had the the bigger corporate gigs and I've been able to hire assistants, it's wonderful to just say, yeah. could you please move all of that over there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And some, some of like the advertising jobs where they it's just stupid money sometimes. And they like to show yeah. a lot of people in the room and, you know, they give me people. And I was like, I don't know, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with you, but <laughs> yeah. But, but then there's always when you get going, then it's nice to if you can just start delegating and then become the kind of almost like a director, and that's that's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it's a you different, can create, yeah, you know, it's a different mindset. Yeah, but uh, for sure, because I'm so used to doing it all by myself. You know, it's like okay, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. No, I I completely understand that. Do you enjoy shooting or post production more, or about the same? Uh, definitely taking the pictures. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I do like the post. If I get, if I like an image enough and it starts coming alive for me, that's, that's a lot of fun. I get sucked into it, but, um, it's more, you get, it's less of a thrill. Like when you're working and, and yeah. the pictures are coming in and everything's going well, that's, that's like, you know, physically you can feel the excitement, even the street portraits, just like, you know, the, uh, I show on Instagram, like just getting somebody to stop and talk to me and not, you know, not run away or whatever, and then have them actually pose for a photograph. That's exhilarating. Yeah. Because there's so many things there's, I mean, you just, well, first off, I've probably been rejected 10 times before I get that, that yes. So it's like, right. oh, very exciting. Thank you. You know, so that, that part's exciting. Even if it's not always the most exciting photo, I know, like I, I can see that I can bring it to life and, and post. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a bit of both. I definitely don't. A bit of both. Yeah, I don't miss the dark room. I'll tell you that. No, and I, I'm kind of the same. I really love, I love the duality of the job in general because I'm, a, I'm a people person a lot of times, but I also surprise myself with how much I like to be alone. So I really like, I like getting excited and getting some great photos, and I also really like seeing what I can do when I, you know, yeah, I'm alone. It's just you fighting with that image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you think of a time or times when you have been? wildly unprepared or nervous and how you kind of overcome that. I, I ask that because a lot of folks listening are, are newer photographers and kind of freeze a lot or get nervous. And yeah. just curious if you have any ways to kind of work around that. Um, well, one thing that, uh, well, I've definitely been super nervous, but uh, uh, I always over-prepare. Uh, one thing I remember from school, photojournalism school, we had one teacher, Bob Heinzler, I want to say, I forget. Uh, anyways, he he just drove home how important it is to pre-visualize, like to know what you're going to photograph. It's kind of difficult in journalism, <laughs> but at least have right. the, the portraits to have an idea, like to go in there. This is what I'm after, and uh, it might not happen. The you know things might fall apart. Like I used to do a lot of work for IBM, and the art director would be somewhere else, and they'd be like, "Oh, we want a room full of computers, you know, and the computers aren't a room anymore. You know, they're just like a laptop. Like, can I?" can we go to the room with the computers and like, and I work out of, I, here's my iPad. So then it falls apart. And then you have to think again, what am I, what am I going to do now? Yeah. Yeah. But at least if you have a starting point or like a lighting setup, just if it can be as simple as just a basic lighting, like the three point, I said, you know, the, the key fill in the hair light to start there and you know, whatever background that's, that's at least going to be a good image to start with. But uh, I generally don't get nervous about being on the job because I'm, over prepared, like I said, and at least at this point, I'm so kind of used to it. I get more worried about like getting to the job, <laughs> like you know, yes, driving in town, getting through whatever security issue I got to go through, and 
making sure I have everything with me. So I like, I like to st- pre-stress, you know, I'll get all of my stress out of the way and then I show up on the job and I'm almost relaxed. But there's been times with, with the celebrity stuff where I'm, especially early on, early on, I wasn't very comfortable with it. And I'd let, let them, let myself get over, like freaked out by whoever's coming. And, um, but at the end of the day, like they're, they just, you know, people like us, you know, they have they're their, just pants, people. they have their pants put on just the same way as we have our pants put on. Absolutely. The thing about that is like a lot of times if with a big celebrity, like you'll be in your studio, you and an assistant maybe, and then suddenly there'll be like 50 other people there. Where'd they come from? Who are they? <laughs> you have no idea. Right. That just right. means like somebody big is coming and it's like everyone jammed into the room. It's like, can I clear the room, please? Because that, that part, that, that, that would stress me out. Still does. I just say, it's like, ah, what's going on? I agree. Anytime you have a lot of folks kind of looking over your shoulder, it's a, it's a little yeah. weird, you know. Once the subject is in there, I can kind of, my focus kind of goes into the, the headlights so that they, they kind of fall away. That's great. But whenever you work with an art director, you know, or creative director, they're behind your back kind of stuff or looking at the monitor. And it's as long as there's enough trust where they can trust you and know, even if it's not looking quite right, that it's going to mold into what they need. That's good. It's, it's, a, there's a lot of trust. And, you know, if, if you don't have that, that's when things can go haywire and people start giving ideas like, no, let's, yes, let's focus it. Okay. That's a huge topic, I think, for any photographer, almost at any level, whether it's you're just starting out and you're doing a family or something. If your client doesn't, or the folks hiring you or whatever, if they don't trust that you have it or that you know what you're doing, right. this like other energy shows up, like, what if we went over here and did this? Right. And you're like, no. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen, but you know, if it's a good idea, I'll take it. But a lot of times, everyone's got an idea. But as long as you have an idea like the visualization I mentioned before as long as they see that you're going somewhere then that helps a lot before somebody can steal it away sure sure are you following anyone right now or alive or passed on that you that inspires you and your work uh there's a lot of people yeah there's a lot of people on Instagram I kind of you know know through Instagram which is kind of funny that's I I, I was resisted Instagram until a couple years ago but I met some really really nice people Terrible names, though. That's but okay. That's go okay. back and forth a lot of people, and um, you know, Dan Winters, of course, is a portrait, you know, master, and people like that. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out of Cleveland. Cleveland's like a hotspot. You notice that there's a lot of really creative energy coming out of really? Cleveland. Really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. Musically too. It's, it's, yeah. You know, yeah. I guess I did know. Yeah. Whatever they're poisoning the water with, there, <laughs> that's, that's some good poison. Uh, <laughs> Something coming off the lake. Yeah, but there's yeah. there's so many there's so many good photographers out there. It's it's ridiculous. You know, you look around and just Instagram. It's it's you know inspiring and depressing at the same time. <laughs> I, it's it's wild. You know, just being able to search for stuff that way is uh, you kind of nailed it. It's inspiring and sometimes like oh man. Yeah. But you know, I try not to. I really try to like not let that kind of stuff get to me and just I, I try to turn inward and kind of know that yeah. I've got my own version of whatever it is I've got. And I just right. Kind of yeah. Try to focus on that. Yeah. I, I've always thought that, you know, whatever job I get, there's I used to say 10 photographers, you can do it on this tons more, I'm sure. But uh, when they look at your portfolio, like they, they can see instantly that you can do it. But do, do they do they want to work with you? Is there something in your portfolio that says something about you, not more than above beyond the images? And I thought that was really important, at least to, 
to show like a lot of personality in it as much as you can. Yeah. Do you have a favorite portrait or two that you've taken that you're currently showing or like one that's memorable for you that you really love? Uh, I go back to those old ones from London, like the guy with the the dead chickens behind him. Uh, Some Uh, guy I met at my local pub and uh, it took me forever to get him to say yes. He was an an actor. And, uh, you know, I I have a polyester suit I bought in Prague for $3. And uh, if you look through my portfolio, quite a few people are wearing that suit. That's amazing. So I put him in a suit and a tie, and and uh, we photographed it at this uh, local halal butcher in London. Uh, they had to unplug the till so we could plug in the light. It was pretty fun. It was That's like funny. Five minutes, and the and the guy's Raymond was his name. He had a toothache, and he was, he was miserable. And but it shows in the image. It's like just him looking. It's kind of semi pissed off, kind of semi curious into the lens, and uh, yeah, that's, that's that one stands out. That's you know, it's cool. so simple, and it's you know you can it can be like a it could, that could be a stamp, and that would work, which I think is a is a win. That's really cool. Do you find that you're able to capture emotion better on the fl- like? What am I trying to ask? In a moment, or whereas some people like to really pose, people you know, like tip your chin, like that kind of thing. Like, are you more of like a split second decision photographer when you see something? Yeah, uh, well, I have the general idea, and then I'll micromanage a little bit, but I don't, if you start doing a little too much, it becomes a golf swing and it just falls apart. Uh, <laughs> I love that I mean? analogy. That's really yeah. funny. Well, like, uh, like the, again, with the street stuff, like uh, I'll see somebody hanging out and they'll have their arm up on a trash can or whatever it is, and they'll be just like, so perfect. But instead of taking that picture, I, I always ask and I talk to them. And, you know, as, I ta- as I'm talking to people, they always stand up and they adjust themselves. And like, no, no, go back to what you did before. And nobody can remember what they just did. So that's you know pain like you had your arm here and then just like it, it that's not that doesn't work but uh but with the other portraits that are more controlled then it's more you know get the general thing going get the lighting just right and then and then if it's a chin up or chin down thing that's that's simple or just so it's not so i call it the dmv where you're just straight on you know? <laughs> the DMV. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally and so there's something aggressive about that you're totally right about that um yeah. So what's uh what's next for you? What are what do you have your sights on right now? Uh, what are you enjoying? The world coming back, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, just I need to just keep going with the creative stuff. I need to do more street stuff, maybe incorporate more lighting into the street stuff. That's the kind of thing. I mean, I look around and there's so many Instagram gun gives you this idea like you there's uh, you know, I like I love street photography, portraits and all the rest of it and then I love the you know, hyper realistic, you know, you know, scenes, you know, the Gregory recruits and stuff, which, you know, takes tons of lights and stuff. But uh, it's all about finding out what, you know, where your career is going. <laughs> right. I, was, I was thought of it as like a barge. If you can kind of start turning it one direction, it's slowly, some people think, oh, I got to instantly be here. You don't have to be here right away. You can just slowly turn things. So you're getting going in a direction. Uh, it might take a year to get anywhere near it, but that's something. And then all, with, for me, I'm always thinking like, well, what is what is the market? Is there an opening anywhere? Is there, if I start doing what what I want to do in this area, is, is anyone going to want that? But, you know, so at least it has to be some kind of commercially viable something. So yeah. I'm not going to suddenly start trying to do art for for 
museums or whatever, art art stores. Sure, art sure. Stores. <laughs> art stores. Art stores. Art galleries. The online out, art store yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something for if I could get on the shelf of Walmart, that'd be good. <laughs> well, are you are you able to think of anything that you really turn to for inspiration or anything that you would say to people that are just kind of I don't know, I, not even just starting out, but people that feel kind of stuck creatively. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I get that. So I remember going back to school, there's one guy, I wish I remembered his name because he's interesting, really interesting guy. I don't even remember if his photos were any good at the time, but he's probably doing something interesting. But I remember we were in the dark room and he was listening to like some Miles Davis or something going. And he, he said it was really important, like, you know, the, whatever art you're into, you know, music or whatever, just to get it in you because it's going to come out. You know what I mean? And um, I like that. And for the, yeah, I did too. And it took me a while to process that, but just the idea that the, the one original thing you have is, is what's in you and what you want to get out. You know, that doesn't have to be so obvious. You know, it's always, I don't want to say it's a sin, Catholic school, but like to try to <laughs> emulate somebody or be like somebody because it's always going to look like them. So if you can find a way to make these things make sense to you, then that's huge because, you know, then it's going to, it's all going to come together, even if, you know, good or bad, you know, you're going to have some work that expresses you and you're going to be hired for you. I don't want to be overly narrow in, in the focus, but, um, you know, that's, it's important is just to have something that in the end of the day, you, that says something about yourself and that you enjoy doing it. Cause if you, if this happens to be your career, you're going to be doing hopefully a lot of it. Yeah. And it never really lasts long to do things just for the money. There has to be an element I feel of like alignment with your own vibe, like your own yeah. inspiration. There has to be something in it that you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm maybe lucky in the way that I, I enjoy, even if I do something that's, well, anything photo related to go back there, that's going to be fun, but it's always the highlight. You know, it's the mountain of the creative portrait is where you want to be. But then if next week I'm doing corporate headshots, it's going to be fun because I'm going to be talking to people and kind of you know, yeah. doing my thing. Yep. I do a lot of headshots and I enjoy it a lot, actually, because I just I enjoy the people part, you know. Do you show it on your website? I do. I'm actually in the process of, I just did a big overhaul last week and I'm picking through some stuff, but okay. I, I do have a gallery. I took a look. Up. I didn't see that. Okay. It's not yet. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. I do so, a lot of work. I don't show. It's uh, <laughs> there's, there's always, when I, I, I learned a lot in, in journalism and people still know I do things, but um, you'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's stuff. I'm, I, uh, I really like it and I'd like to do more of it. So I'm, I'm working on it right now. It's, I don't know what it's like for you, but for family photography, this time of year is mental. I just yeah. have so much going on. So I've been picking away at it. But I did I did add a small gallery of headshot stuff, which feels a little better to kind of at least be getting to it. Yeah, it's always good. Yeah, I, I do I do some kind of charity stuff for um, my daughter's dance school where we do like family portrait day in the park. We're, we're close to Prospect Park. It's a really beautiful park. Oh, I love it over there. Yeah, so you know, and we set up by that one lake, and it's just kind of you know raises money for the school, and that's, that's yeah, it's it's fun to get the families together to always see the kids. Yeah, yeah, I down. love that. <laughs> I did that help portrait thing for a couple, a few years, where it was like portraits for families, yeah, in need that that couldn't afford it. I I really enjoy that. It's a lot of fun. People love it. Yeah, I always, yeah. I always do my best to get the. A lot of times, the parents don't want to be in there. Like this isn't about you, man. This is the kids. Your kids are going to want this photo in twenty years. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, nice. It's really a gift. And I'd like to do more of that. I, I 
was hired to do some work in Guatemala a few years ago. And, oh, cool. and a lot of the families that we were photographing don't even own a photo of themselves right. you know, for them to see that it was like this big deal. And it was yeah. really, really cool that's to, nice, to be a nice. part of that. Yeah. That's, that feels good. It does. It does. If you had to take with you just one, one camera, one lens, and that's it. What, uh, what would your setup be? Uh, be the, like M10. And uh, uh-huh. either a 50 or a 35. I don't know. That'd be a tough one. That's so funny. Those two. I mean, for portrait photographers, th- those focal lengths are They're nice. so fun. They're yeah. so fun. I mean, yeah, that, that, I don't mind carrying it. That's the thing. Beautiful. <laughs> I, have, I have a Canon for my work, and that's not, that's not fun to carry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shoot Canon as well. I would, I would love to upgrade sometime uh, for sure. But for now, I really don't mind my setup, but I shoot a lot of the 50. It's still my favorite. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's standard. I, I kind of, this is my first 50 I've had in, years I, I got and when i went through school i only had a 50 and a canon a something whether just manual and i just that was all i had and and i couldn't touch a 50 once i could afford lenses i was like i'm never using a 50 again but now i've, I've come back <laughs> it's okay cool that's yeah. cool well thank you so much for your time today this is really fun to sure. chat with you and connect and yeah thanks it's always always fun to talk about how things work yeah. Yeah. Work. The journey is so different for everyone. And I love hearing about it. Where can people find you? If like, where do you want people to go if they're interested in checking out your stuff? Well, there's the, the website, of course, mattcar.com. Mm-hmm. And then there's, um, that's kind of my curated portfolios of sorts, of course. And then there's Instagram, just the Matt Carr. Cool. I'm not on Facebook or anything like that. It's Instagram is as much as I can take. Yeah. That's a good one for photography, though. That's yeah. Yeah. And I did somebody tried to invite me to that clubhouse thing. Is that still around? Yeah. Well, so I kind of got into it in kind of like January, still pandemic-y times. And it was very cold here in Minnesota, probably there too. But I do a a weekly call for my photo business help peeps. And we just, we just hop on there and chat. It's, it's cool because I can do it while editing and stuff. You know, it's just audio. Okay. You don't have to participate if you don't want to. You can just kind of lurk in the room and listen. I've had some great connections made in Clubhouse yeah. for sure. Okay. I think it's a cool way to, to, again, what we kind of opened the interview with, like this this way of communicating with people where you really get to talk to them for a little while is right. I feel like kind of lost right now. And it's like the one social media where I feel like you really get to hear people, you know, speak. Right. Maybe so. it's just, maybe the timing had started up when, you know, deep in the pandemic, it's like, I don't know if I want to talk to out of work photographers about how we're not working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, you know, I, to be fair, I'm kind of just in the whirlwind of my own stuff. So I've only jumped in a handful of other rooms lately. I haven't yeah. really seen what's happened recently with it, but I like it. I yeah. thought I wouldn't like it and I liked it way more just because I'm not a huge fan of like taking on the next social media thing. It just, it's too busy f- for me personally, but I, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'll give it another try. I, I, I know I, when I signed in, suddenly a friend of mine was talking to me like through my, I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't call you. Yeah, <laughs> I know there's, there's that piece of it too. So there's, there's a little like five minute learning curve, but once you kind of figure it out, you can figure out how yeah. to just be a listener or how to be involved or whatever. But yeah, I, I enjoy it. I'll give it another try. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm going to let you go here, but I really appreciate the chat. Thank you very much. Yeah.
Thanks for listening. Thank you for supporting the show by sharing with your friends. And I will be back as always every Tuesday and Thursday with more photo journey stories, information on growing your business, and have a beautiful rest of your week. A quick reminder, if you want to grab that 50% off your first full year at 17 Hats, go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats, the number 17, the word hats to get 50% off your first year. This is the time to dive into a CRM, get organized, get everything automated so you're doing less. photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats. Looking for a professional website for your photography business? Then check out Pro Photo. They offer tons of beautiful designs to choose from and a builder that gives you full control to customize however you'd like so you won't get stuck with a cookie cutter site or have to pay a fortune for a custom one. With top of the line dedicated web hosting and amazing support, let Pro Photo partner with you to make your website a great one. For listeners of the Photo Business Help podcast, ProPhoto is offering a special introductory rate of only $25 per month for the first 18 months when you sign up using the coupon code PHOTOBIZHELP. So whether you've never had a website before or you're looking to make a switch, using ProPhoto will give you a site you can be proud of and the support you can trust. And I can speak to this. I use ProPhoto for my theme. I have for about eight years now. I'm now hosting with them. Their customer support is unparalleled. They're an amazing company to work with. Once again, $25 per month for the first 18 months with a special listener code, PHOTOBIZHELP. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.